Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great Thank conversation. You. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. This is the Lombardi Line with Michael Lombardi and Patrick Maher on VSIN. Okay, so Lombardi Line here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Hope you're having a great Sunday. What is it, Michael? Week 10 as we bear mm-hmm. closer and closer to Turkey Day. Uh, we just finished up. College football was wild yesterday. How about Kansas? Rock Chalk Jayhawk. And it looks like Sarkeesian. They should get that buyout ready for your boy Steve in Austin. You, you know, it's fu- funny about, about, about Sark. You know, everybody loves Sark, greatest play caller in the history of football. Has he ever been a part of a team that's had good defense? I mean, seriously. No. Has he ever been a part of a team that has good? No, never. Never. You know, he, he's, an off- he's an offensive play caller. This is what happens when you hire an offensive play caller. You lose at home. You're the University of Texas. You're going into the Southeast Conference. You lost at home to a team to, to a team you needed to route to get some support back. You know, to me, and and don't blame Tom Herman for this because that's all your coaches on that defensive staff. They're all for for you. That's who you hired. To me, that was really embarrassing. But hey. I I got to confess today, yeah. Patrick. Please, I have a confession to make. You know, I've been good on my picks, but I I I, I got to tell you, I'm getting a lot of help. You know, who I'm getting help from Dominic. Exactly. Dominic Anthony Lombardi has given me all the help. Every Sunday morning, he sends me the sheet of winners, and he circles them out. He knows every game. I call him up. I ask him who's playing who, and then he gives me the winners. And so I just go with that. I'm and going with get, the flow of Dominic. We should make sure for new, for new listeners and viewers, Dominic is, of course, go ahead. My, my four-year-old grandson. 
uh, who is, lives up in Boston, whose father coaches for the Patriots. And I got the other two down in Charlotte that also send me picks as well. So I've got Leo and, and uh, Dino that send me picks too. Their father's playing the – he's out at Arizona playing the Cardinals today, who reportedly that I'm told will not have Mur- – it's official yeah. Murray and Hopkins won't play. Great job. Murray, Hopkins, we didn't expect them to play. They got Seattle on deck next week in division. And as far as the Lombardi crew – We've got uh, a young lady that's going to be a handicapper coming soon, no? Yeah, we do. We have, and we have a name, too. We have a name for her, too, that, which is great. So, so not only do I have to call her the baby girl, the baby princess, I can actually refer to her by the name. It took a while, but we got there. You know, it took a lot of meeting of the minds and a consensus, so it's good. I don't know if I'm allowed to say it. That's I don't think I've you re- should. Re- I, I, th- I was just going to interrupt you. I don't think, I should. I don't, I I don't think, think you right. should. I think yeah. we'll hold but on I'm to that. I'm very excited about that. I know you Thank are. You. A grandpa you. is getting a girl, and that is exciting. Now, you mentioned Sark not having a defense. A spoiled girl. A spoiled girl, for sure. <laughs> you mentioned Sark not having a defense. Well, conversely, Arians is an offensive guy, but what he did is something brilliant. He hired Todd Bowles to run his defense, and let's start with that one. Tampa Bay at Washington, a rematch from a great match. Nobody played Tampa tougher in the postseason last year than Taylor Heineke and the Washington football team, right? And so this number opened. We're seeing 10s pop up here. And this is really the best time to play Tampa. I'm surprised the number's moving to Tampa because, you know, they don't have Antonio Brown. Chris Godwin's going to be a game-time decision here at 1 o'clock. And then, you know, they also don't have Gronk. And and let me just just go off on a course here. Mm -hmm. You know, Virginia yesterday didn't have their top – quarterback they were stuck with COVID but when I watch Michael Mayer play for Notre Dame I think I'm watching baby Gronk he's a stud My it's gosh. unbelievable isn't it he's so big he runs routes agile. like Gronk yeah he, he's so agile Agile. he breaks tackles like Gronk anyway they won't have Gronk in Washington this week look if there's ever going to be a moment where Ron Rivera you know as a as an experienced NFL coach decides to step up and say okay look I'm gonna you know I'm going to prove that I you know I'm going to inflect myself into this team I mean they're on a four game losing streak right four game losing streak they they have uh they, they, they won one game at home they beat the Giants when look do you remember that game Patrick where the Giants were called offsides on the field goal but they yep. weren't offsides yep right it was a and gift they got an extra Washington. chance I mean it was a gift it was a gift and and then the Atlanta game was a gift too they kind of got a, they, lucky at the end of that game but they have not been able to win a home game. They won one home game on the last second. Last time they played was October the 17th when the Chiefs scored 21 points in the second half. At some point, at some point, when does the Washington football team play better? They're 32nd. Imagine this, Patrick. They're 32nd in the league in trying to convert and stopping teams from converting third downs. 32nd. They're one of the worst teams in the league in that area, and they're the worst, one of the worst red zone offenses in all of football. This is a poorly coached, poorly constructed team. There's no way around it. The team's got some talent on it, but they're not well. I mean, if you put Bill Belichick on this team coaching them, you think they'd have two wins? That's my point. They're not good defensively. They can't stop anybody defensively. Now, the last two weeks, they've played much better. They held Green Bay to 304 yards. They played well. They should have won that game. You know, then they come back and they lose to Denver. They hold Denver to 273. They go in the bye. So I'm counting on them this week. It, to me, it's a lot of points at home for a dog. I, I think you got to take Washington points. And I know everybody's going to be on Tampa. But to me, it makes sense to take – let's see. This has got to be their moment. I mean, they're two – they've won two games and they've lost seven. I mean, they've got to find a way to bounce back.
Yeah, and they're one and seven ATS. That's the worst mark in the NFL. The Washington Football Team is Jack Del Rio like a made man in the Gambino crime family? Why is he still coaching this defense? Let's move on. I mean, there's I, I, nothing's I mean, worse. Look, they're they're not bad. They're not any good offensively. They've had eight turnovers in the last four games. They turn the ball over at a rapid rate. You know, they, they don't do they don't they don't avoid losing, which is the signature of are you a good coaching staff? They're not. They haven't been. That nothing gets tied together, nothing gets detailed. There's no details covered. And at some point you've got to to me, this is a this is a custard last stand game. They've got to play good today. They go to Carolina next week. They have Seattle. I mean, they go to two and they they go to two and eight. It's over with for them, right? I mean, oh, it's absolutely. over. Absolutely, and the Bucks just four and eight ATS. Back well, they got they would be two and seven. They've only they had the bye last week. Yeah, they're so they two, go they're two, two and, and six seven. right now, but they're one and seven ATS, which is the worst in the NFL. The yeah, I mean, they've at some point, right? At some point, and without and with Brady, if you've got a good defensive front and you can disrupt Brady, and without some of the skill players that he has, you should have a chance to do some things in this game. Hey, maybe Washington coming off the bye, feel fresh. Chase Young. Chase Young is always fresh. He's just fresh runs by the quarterback. There are, there's no technique there. It's just he's a crazy good athlete. But the stud that they drafted two overall, it's just not working on the outside right now. No, look, they, they, Chase Young doesn't really influence the game. He runs past the quarterback most of the time. I mean, you can't be – if you're supposed to be this great defensive front and you're 32nd on third down, what do you say if you have a great def- – all we're trying to do is get him in a third down, get him in a third down. You're the worst team in third down. Mm. So what does that say? It's either coaches, schemes, or players. Are you going to get better defensive linemen than what the, what the, what the, what the Washington football team has? Are you going to get better defensive – how are you going to get better defensive linemen than them? you got to coach him better. That's the problem. And you're right. He must be a made guy in the Gambino family. I have no idea. Young, sweat, Allen, pain, and get nothing done up front. I mean, the best, the, the best as far as uh, actually putting pressure on the quarterbacks inside with Allen. So it's. It, I mean, we don't. And Rivera doesn't. There's nobody ever says anything like that. That this is a. This, like nobody mentions that they're not a well-coached team. Like I, I get that Ron had cancer, and I and I support. And I hope he's 100% healthy, and I hope everything goes well. That has nothing to do with, with my criticism. Watch his teams play. Do you think they're finally – you think they're really well coached? I mean, let's have some objectivity here. You know, that's the thing about sports is you've got to have objectivity. I would say the same thing if I was – early in the season, I did not think – I said the Patriots need to get better. You know, if my son coaches there or the Cardinal or the, Ram, or the Panthers, you've got to have some objectivity. Well, maybe Heineke can find some of the magic that he found because he played a hell of a game last year in the postseason against he's the best quarterback against that Tampa defense last year in the postseason was Taylor Heineke, uh, which is wild because they played Rodgers, they played Mahomes. So we shall see nine and a half. You see the number nine and a half with the Bucks laying it. A lot of books got to ten. Okay, Nesson transition. Let's give them what they want. That's Cleveland at New England. Jones said he's working through a little bit of a slump right now. I'll take that for a slump for a rookie quarterback. The Pats are laying two and a half. Nobody has a backfield in this game. No, well, I think Ramon Stevenson's going to Stevenson going to play with the concussion? Okay, gotcha. He's cleared. I think he's been cleared to play. So I think that's going to help them. And we'll get J.J. Taylor in the backfield. You'll get Trent Brown back at right tackle. Big. That's big. Look, the key to this game for New England, no big plays by the, by the Browns offense. Can't allow it. You've got to be able to block the edges. You've got to, can't let Clowney or, uh, or Miles Garrett destroy the game. You just can't let that happen. You've got to be able to take those two players, keep them from affecting the game, and then throw the ball away from Denzel Ward. Don't let Denzel Ward 
beat you. Don't let him undercut an out route and go back to the house. You know, take your chances against Newsom. Take your chances against Hill. You know, find a way to do that. I think New England will do that. I think New England is playing really good football right now. I think they're playing really good football. I think particularly on the defensive side. I think their defense in the last three weeks where this win streak since they lost to Dallas has improved. You know, and, you know, they've only won one home game so far. It's a big game for New England. This is a game where I think Mac Brown's got to play well. He's got to throw the ball. Last week he threw for a buck 22. Charger game he threw for 210. He wasn't sharp. He wasn't sharp in that game. You know, and the Dallas game he was better. Obviously in the Jet game he was great. But I think he's got to get feel some comfort. And I think one thing that's happened over the last three weeks is his protection has improved tremendously. And they'll do everything in their power to make sure Miles Garrett's double-chipped and all that. So he's going to have protection today. He's got to make good throws. He's got he's to be the guy that plays well today for the Patriots to win. These are two teams coming into this game feeling themselves for good reason. The Browns, Browns' big win in Cincinnati. I think these two teams are feeling good about themselves coming. And Miles Garrett's having a hell of a year. Tremendous year. Tremendous year. But I, I do think, look, you know, Cleveland's won two of the last three. But when you go through Cleveland and you take away big plays and you just analyze their team, go back to Minnesota on the road, 14-7, they win. No big plays in that game. They had, 200, they had 327 yards of offense. They ran the ball for 184 yards in that game. Baker couldn't influence the game. Then they play Arizona at home, 290 of offense. No big plays in that game. They only score 14 points. Then they played Denver. They win 17-14. They only score 17 points. Denver did a great job of defending them. They gave up 182 yards rushing in that game. Pittsburgh comes in. They lose to Pittsburgh, give up 10, only score 10 points. Pittsburgh didn't allow big plays. Big plays are the key. Speaking of the numbers, the Pats, their first four, all cash to the under. Their last four, Michael, all cash to the over. 45 is the nice. total with the Browns in town. We come back with Lombardi's lines, literally, next. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, are like, you know, who's ready to catch Creighton? You know, watch Creighton. They play. And I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon, the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not never the, not gonna, the not the Big East tournament. Well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team that could, like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. That like that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a is a good team? Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> And then they're never at any of the – Yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Durk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? You the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zigazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Zigazoo is moderated by real live people who review content before it's posted on the feed. I especially love the dance challenges. So much fun. Oh, and there's no comments or messaging, so you don't get any of that negativity that's all over other social networks. All my friends love it. 
I love that it's KidSafe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Uh, that's great, but I wouldn't be doing Zigazoo if it wasn't fun. She would not be doing it if I didn't think her data was safe. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids! <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN's chief medical correspondent, and this is Chasing Life. Three out of four U.S. adults are considered overweight or have obesity. 75% of Americans. Dr. Fatima Cody-Stanford. Our weight is one factor that plays a role in our health. But by itself, it doesn't give us the full story of who we are. We have to look at our full person. Listen to Chasing Life, streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. Listening to the Lombardi Line on VSIN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, first bet. Once you get in all the horse racing action, right now you can get 10 bucks instantly when you sign up using the promo code Vegas1000. For all the information, go to Vegas, excuse me, vsin.com slash horses for details. Remember, over at Express Bet, first bet, use the bonus code Vegas1000. So as we welcome you back, we're going to get to Lombardi's lines. This is my favorite time of the week where we juxtapose Michael's numbers, his calculations uh, to the market. Quickly, Femi just told me the Raiders money line is trending on Twitter. <laughs> I don't know what that means to you, Michael. <laughs> is, does that mean everybody's betting him? They're, be- they're betting the Raiders? Uh, okay. Shot I, I don't Las know. Did, did, did Dominic put it out there that he was betting the Raiders today? I don't know. Maybe he's moving lines from his little house. Was it Dino? I have no idea. <laughs> It could have been Dino, you know. It could have been he might. Maybe somebody's. I have no idea. Is that Des Moines Raiders money line? I mean, look, you know, I, I always suspect the Eagles money line to trend on Twitter. You know, you always know that. Unfortunately for the Raiders, also underneath trending is Judge Judy because there's some litigation going on with your boy Judge Gr- John Gruden as well. What do you think about him suing the you know, team? You know, you bring that up. There's a great movie. I think if you have any interest in this Gruden lawsuit, there's a great movie back in the early 80s, mid-80s with Paul Newman. My hero. I love Paul Newman movies. But there's a movie called Absence of Malice, Wilford Brimley. I tweeted it out yesterday. And it's really about this. It's about how the Paul Newman character was affected by what was written in the Miami papers and and it's called absence of malice which you have to prove malice by this which is very challenging to do and so it, it kind of is a good way to look at what is going to transpire moving forward and through all these court cases the subpoenas and what is actually going to come out this will not be good for Dan Snyder one way or the other absence of malice what hooked you as a Paul Newman guy just curious you know, I, I, because some of those movies he was, well, first of all, Nobody's Fool is my favorite movie of all time. And so, you know, I mean, I love him in that. I love Richard Russo, the book he wrote, Richard Russo wrote Empire Falls and kind of got me into Newman. And so it just, he's just so down home and he's kind of, 
I read a book on him by A.E. A. Hockner uh, called Newman and Me, which is about A.E. A. E. and his relationship and how he started the Newman Foundation basically just in his garage in Westport, Connecticut. And he just started mixing salad dressings together. Just a down-home, humble, great, great talent. And to me, those are always the guys that appeal. It's like this week when we interviewed Stevie Van Zandt on the podcast. I mean, here's a guy who, you know, did the Sun City thing, apartheid in South Africa, East Street, the Sopranos, one of the most humble guys I've ever talked to. You know, I swear when you I turn. I kind of like that. When you, I, and that's GM Shuffle for Van Zandt's in, uh, interview. When you turn in the profile, sometimes I swear I see Paul Newman in you. Yeah, right. Thank you, Patrick. Thank you. Paul Newman might be in all my grandkids. They have, most of them have blue eyes, so I don't know. <laughs> let's get your lines. So here's what we're going to do. Yeah, let's do it. I'm going to run them down. Bond's got a great graphic for three at a time. So what we're demanded do, it. I want to demanded it. Trust yeah, me. He demanded he, it. He, he, that, the dude back there, he doesn't take no the for The tyrant answer. that he is. He oh, is. my God. Uh, he's with the hat on. Uh, what, what we're going to do is – he said Napoleon Complex. I didn't say it. What we're going to do is we're going to yeah. give you the numbers. And your numbers, no need to elaborate – we just like to see if there's some wiggle, okay? If there's a little bit of wiggle. Right. Jacksonville, Indianapolis, the number is 10. What's the Lombardi line? 856. So there's a little bit of wiggle there. Uh, in the circuit contest, it's 10.5. So you'd have to take Jacksonville if that's what you want to do. Uh, I don't trust Jacksonville. Again, I don't trust it. So that would be one. The next game, the Browns, the, the Lombardi line is 1-5 in this game. I think it's a close game. You know, I, I think it's going to come down to a field goal. The consensus line is 2. In the contest, it's 2.5. That's why I think a lot of people are on the Browns because I think if you power rate these teams, it leads you to a number, and I think that's why people are on the Browns. But then you have to dig deeper into the situation. And then Atlanta, Dallas, the cons- my number was 9. The cons- it came out 9, so it's a no play. It's a, it's a John Oates play for me, no can do, because there's no wiggle. Okay, great, great example. That page you're looking at right now, mostly layoff. There's not a ton of wiggle between the market and Lombardi's lines. Let's move on to the Bills and Jets. We'll start there with the next graphic. The, the consensus is 13. What's your number? My, my number was 13.5. Now, in the contest, it's 11.5. So that's an easy play for Buffalo in the contest because those numbers are stagnant. Like, and that's why I always go back to the circuit numbers, not because I'm in a contest, but because rather – it, it Circa is going to tell you where they think the number ends up. I kind of like that. So if you're in the contest, people should play Buffalo. If not, this is kind of a no-can-do play. Okay. The other line I had is I had, you know, the Saints at three and a half. Uh, in my, the number's three. I think really to be – but I had this. This is really important. I had the Saints should have been favored. Okay. I had the Saints power rated higher than Tennessee. I know that's hard to believe for some people based on what Tennessee's done, but when you look at the numerical numbers of all this, New Orleans is the better team in power X. So that number at 3-5 is favoring New Orleans. So you play New Orleans so here, that's and that's six, why I'm that's all over New Orleans. That's a six-point wiggle. Let's put it that way, right? So Six-point wiggle. There's exactly. a big chasm. So exactly. you, you got to fire on way the to Saints. Be, way to be sh- – Way to be sharp at math. So that's why I want to fire on the Saints on that one. And then the next one is is you know is is the the Washington football team. The number is nine four three for me, and the line opened up at nine and a half. I think it's wiggling up to ten. To me, that's a no play. 
Okay, let's That's throw no play let's throw up the there. next three. Okay, so out of that out of that board right there, there's a six point chasm with the Saints. You got to fire according to Michael's numbers. Next up, the Lions at the Steelers. Right now, it's a five and a half. Of course, your number is going to be adjusted based on what? Yeah, I mean, look, my number wouldn't adjust because I, I would never adjust the number for Big Ben. Gotcha. I think this is ridiculous. I, I I actually now as it goes down, this is all Pittsburgh play for me. You got to take Pittsburgh. Because I don't, the kneecaps are, you know, they're, they're probably, you got, first of all, golf's going to have a table for two right by the heaters at 38 degrees. He's chilly. He doesn't play well in cold weather. I mean, it's, they, he really doesn't throw the ball well in cold weather. And I don't know if they can run the football. I know they're coming off a bye. I like Pittsburgh here to me. That's the one I would do. The Vikings at the Chargers, to me, that's an interesting game because I have it as a 2.87 game. I slightly would have the Vikings as, a fa- as the favorite here. Right, I, the Vikings power rate better than the Chargers, so again, I would be on. I would, I would really be all over Minnesota. And as I said earlier in the show, that's why I was favoring Minnesota. However, with the COVID and all the other situations going on, Minnesota became less appealing to me as the week went on. Only because, not because I got nervous of line movement, only because I got nervous of COVID. COVID's undefeated. We know this, right? I, I'm not dealing with COVID. I'm not going to recommend something. So I walked away from that game. Now, this one here, to me, is the Carolina-Arizona. Without Murray, my number's 12-1-8. You would say, well, that's an easily fire on Arizona. Not so fast. Because all my numbers on Arizona are based on them having a healthy team. They're not healthy. Okay. So this is where sometimes when you power rate teams, you've got to look past your number. I would be on Carolina in this game strongly. That's well put. Next up. Next bunch of three. Let's see if we can find some wiggle here. And we're going to start with the Seahawks at the Packers. Uh, the consensus right now, three, three and a half. Where's the Lombardi line? You know, I had this at three, eight, seven, five. So I would be, you know, is it three and a half? That's why I have to get the hook. If it's three, there's that eight, seven, five of wiggle. To me, I like Seattle here. I think they're healthy. I love Wilson going back to the state of Wisconsin. He can play well in bad weather. We know this. I think Seattle's improved on defense, and I'm interested to see how well Green Bay does against Seattle. I think this will be a fun game to watch. So I, I, I like Seattle here. Okay. I love that. Eagles, by the way, Michael, that, I'm just going to adjust it. It's one, maybe even headed towards a pick And where's your number here with the Broncos laying it? Well, my number, my, 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 the, the Eagles and the, the Broncos were ex, ex, almost exact in terms of their power ranking. Home field tilted it towards Denver at 2.43. The line's three, but it's come all the way back down. And then flavor in COVID. I like the Eagles today a lot because I think the COVID, I think the Eagles can put some pressure because of the offensive line injuries to Denver. Okay, and then finally, Michael, Chiefs, Raiders. You see the consensus is yeah. two and a half. What's the Lombardi line? Well, uh, my, my line is the Raiders should be favored. My line is the Raiders should be favored. They're, they're, better, they're, they're slightly better in terms of their numbers as you add up than, than the, the, the Kansas City Chiefs. So I had the Raiders should be slightly uh, a favorite, and then they're the home team. So I had the Raiders as almost the 3.75 favorite at home. They're getting points. you got to fire on the Raiders. That's a six-point wiggle. Me, Five and a half, six-point wiggle. Exactly. Exactly. So those two games there, the, the New Orleans game and the Raider game, were really in a favor. Now, you know, people say, well, I like Kansas City. They're going to bounce back. Well, okay, they might. They'd never cover. And their numbers, even though they've played better defensively, their numbers offensively, you know, ask anybody who has Patrick Mahomes in fantasy and Travis Kelsey. They'll tell you their numbers aren't very good. And the Raiders have played them well in the past. Night game, Las Vegas. I think Derek Carr will make some plays in this game. I think he'll attack the secondary. 
Well done. Well done. We do have one more board just for fun. Just, I, I, I think we should show, just to give an idea where Michael's at, the Rams and the 49ers. The consensus right now is the Rams lane three and a half. Michael, your number is what? Five, one, two, five. That's why I think everybody's on the Rams. Everybody's playing the Rams. I'm not as sold on that number. I would lean, I would go against my numbers here. I kind of like San Francisco. I like Kyle Shanahan as the dog. I would go against my numbers, plus Robert Woods' injuries, plus the Beckham fanfare going in there. This is time, and plus I don't like the Rams' offensive line at all. So I would probably lean against my numbers. So it's a stay away for me in terms of anything. Okay, I love it. And great job, Napoleon, with the graphics. I thought that turned out well. You called yourself Napoleon. I didn't. I'm just riding. I'm just here. Um, Kansas City, Vegas. I think we should come back and discuss because there's a five and a half, six six point wiggle there for you. And Thomas Gable will have some opinions on this game. TGZ's not here today. That's unfortunate. But TGZ. Yeah, so we're going to, it's just you and me. Michael we're coming back with that one okay we'll talk about it okay in Minnesota and the Chargers as well next you're listening to the Lombardi line on v featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi now once again here's Patrick Maher Okay, add it to the arsenal, vcin.com. It's the prop tracker. It's now available, vcin.com. Keep up with the key NFL props like MVP, head coach, rookie of the year, and more. Check out prop tracker, betting splits, key trends, and matchup data for every game at vcin, vsin.com slash NFL. We got you back here, week 10, Lombardi line. I'm Patrick Maher. He, of course, is Michael Lombardi hanging out in Jersey. Uh, Femi just let me know. James Robinson is in and active for the Jags, Michael. So that matters because he's a tremendous back. That number right now, Indy 10. I see a book offshore has got him 10 and a half, but everybody's 10, 110 as far as the juice. So it looks like it's sticking 10. Um, thoughts quickly. This is, big, this, this is a big game for the Colts. I mean, they got to come out here and, you know, sure. I mean, Wentz had some. Wentz had some issues. He missed practice on Wednesday, but I think you know this is a big game for them. They got to come out and dominate their defense. You know, I, I, I'm not in love with their defense. I'm, I, I am not a big uh, Eberflus. You know, all the love and attention that he gets in terms of he's the next great head coach. I don't see it. The de- to me, the defense drives me crazy. They're too soft. You know, they make it too easy for opposing quarterbacks unless their rush dominates. You know, I mean, look, the, the, the Jets, you know, with backup quarterbacks, threw for 358 yards. I mean, it wasn't just Mike White in that game, you know, and they lose to Tennessee. They can't really ever get control of the game. And you say, well, they're, they're, they're going to create turnovers. I mean, look, in, in the last three weeks, they've created eight turnovers, and they've only given up the ball. They gave up the ball five times in those three weeks. They create turnovers, but they also give you a lot of yards. So, to me, this is a game where they got to create some turnovers, make some plays, and they should. They need to put Jacksonville away early, make them play up, up, upstream with that crowd noise at home. Michael, I wanted to talk to you about Kansas City and Vegas a little bit more because there was a yeah. ton of wiggle there. You've got the Raiders a little bit more than a three-point favorite. The market right now has Kansas City laying two and a half. Couple things: one, the Chiefs are five and four; they're two and seven ATS. Do you know, including the postseason back to last year, they are 4-16 and 16 ATS over their last 20, which is wild. What the hell is going on with the Chiefs and Mahomes right now? Well, they can't, they, they can't make plays down the field. I mean, everybody has said, look, work the ball down the field. Take 10 play drives. You know, we're going to wait to see how impatient you become. And we're going to make you hold the ball because you're going to want to throw it down the field and there's going to be nobody there. And your offensive line isn't, hasn't really been improved. We're going to be able to put some pressure on you. 
And if we don't give you a big play like Philadelphia did, you're going to have a hard time moving the ball on us. So, I mean, you know, Washington in the second half of their game, they gave up big plays to the key to the, the Chiefs offense is Tyreek Hill. It's Tyreek Hill. He's got to make big plays, you know, and when they, he makes big plays, they, they, they throw the ball effectively. But so far this year, Patrick, this is fascinating. They've had no 400-yard passing games. Hmm. They've only had three 300-yard passing games all season. They do not work the ball down the field. And last week they won the game barely. They scored 13 points. They, they, they were plus two in turnover takeaway, plus Mason Crosby missed two kicks. So they're plus four in turnover takeaways, and they only scored 13 points. Like, you know, and Sim said this on CBS last week, and I heard him, and I love Phil. You know, he's like, when, why do we all just assume it's going to get turned around? Like, it hasn't been turned around. They haven't been able to throw the foot. Uh, other than the Washington game in the second half, that game was 13 to 10 at halftime. The Washington football team was leading. The Washington football team was leading. And the week before that, they only scored 20 points against, against Buffalo. Now, they scored 42 against the Jonathan Gadden-led Eagles, and we've gone through that extensively about how the Eagles' defense is built to allow quarterbacks to complete passes. Also, can I? But, you know, I, they scored twenty four against the Chargers. They 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 don't they haven't been very good this year. Let's just be real clear here. And you know when and, and this is and what's amazing is they're the best team in the National Football League on third down. The best team in third hmm. down, but they're eighteenth in the red zone. They can't score in the, all these trick plays in the red zone. At some point, when you get in the red zone, you got to look at somebody and say, you know, I'm gonna, I'm going to run this thing on you. I'm going to punch you right in the mouth. Michael, I found this fascinating, the inability to stretch the field for the Chiefs. So you look at yards per attempt, right? That's one of the stats we take a look at. Patrick Mahomes is throwing for six as far as yards per attempt since week five. That's 31 of 34 quarterbacks eligible. The, it, and it's staring us right in the face that he can't stretch the field, and he's getting gun shy. Right. All right, so in 18, he threw for, for – in, in, in 2018 – you know, he was able to throw the ball yards per attempt. He was at 8.8, okay? <laughs> and then in 19, he was at 8.3. Last year, he was at 8.1. This year, he's at 7.0. And six so for all those people out there think, Exactly. It's only been trending down. He's at, you know, for all those people that think Tyree Kill's overrated, you know, and you know who you are. Like, seriously, Pro Football, uh, the Pro Football Focus says he's overrated, so he's overrated. The reality of it is that he's not overrated. He's underrated. And if they don't get him to make plays, if they have to play a game where he's not part of it, which is what's been happening, the way people – why do you think those safeties are so deep? The safeties are so deep because they're scared of Tyreek Hill, and it's showing up here. That's why they signed Josh Gordon. They, there's, that's why they're signing these guys. I never thought I would say this, but they miss Sammy Watkins. They actually miss Sammy Watkins. So and they don't want to run the ball. They might get Hilaire back today. I think they might get him back. I mean, they were talking about. I don't know if they've activated him, but this has been the way people have defended him. And I think that the Raiders have done a good job against them. And they're going to have a hard time blocking Crosby and Ndokwe. I mean, this chief offensive line is not great, and Mahomes has not been able to protect the football. Think about this, Patrick. Last year, last year, they averaged twelve point two yards per catch. This year they're at 10.7. Wow. Now they say that doesn't sound like a lot. No, that's a lot. significant. <laughs> that's a lot. That's significant. Yeah. Remember that? Wow. That is a damning stat. And as we mentioned, Mahomes, as far as yards per attempt, now six since week five, Michael. The Raiders, this is not a good defense to go up against right now because they're allowing the second fewest yards per attempt in the NFL, only behind the Bills at 6.3. 
Yeah, I mean, look, and, and, and I think the Raiders last week, you know, they, they couldn't stop the run game. They struggled last week against the, the, against the Giants. The Giants had 139 yards rushing against them, and Daniel Jones didn't really do anything. He threw through a buck ten against them. And, and, but they, but they were the Raiders. Where the Raiders lost that game, it wasn't because of what they didn't do defensively. The Raiders lost that game. They're one for six in the red zone. They're mm. one for six in the red zone. That's what killed the Raiders. They scored, they, they scored 16 points because they're one for six in the red zone. You know, football's not a complex game. It's all situational football. How we play, red zone, third down, four-point plays, do we convert? They didn't. They had 403 yards of offense last week. The Raiders in the last three weeks have not since Gruden's left. Since Gruden's left, you know, they haven't had less than 400 yards. Think about it. They, 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 they can move the ball. They can move the ball. Last week they turned it over, and that would cost them the game. The Raiders have played four here in Vegas this year. They've won three. In those three wins, at least 55 points have been scored in those three wins, Michael, and you see the total set at 52.5. Do you have a lean with the Chiefs-Raiders total? Uh, you know, the, you have to lean the under because of the Chiefs going to score. It's a little bit like we talked about yesterday with Alabama playing uh, New Mexico State, right? I mean, we said at some point, is New Mexico State going to score? <laughs> they right? scored three. <laughs> they scored three, right? I mean, the Chiefs, do I think they'll score? Yeah. Do I think this is a 27-24 game? Probably. That's kind of what I think. It's, is it going to be in the 30s? No. You know, what, what, what's the over-under set at? I don't have my... 52 and uh, a half. My, uh, 52 and a half. 52 and a half. So 27-24 would make it 51. Over-under for the Raiders this year, they're 4-4. Four and four. The Chiefs are 5-4 and four to the under. So we point to the under. <laughs> think about that. I mean... I mean, think about it. You know, they, they just have not been good. You know, so you and, don't expect look, a course correction, is what like the the what I'm hearing is you just don't I expect an automatic. I would be correction. shocked be, I, because the way teams have played them is exactly the way Brady want, Bradley wants to play. I would be shocked in a course correction. You know, and and look, the reason if the Raiders lose this game, it's because they're not good. The Raiders are not good in red zone offense. They're 27th in the National Football League, and they're not good in red zone defense. They're 30th. That's where the Raiders lose the game. The Raiders don't keep you out of the end zone, and they don't get it in the end zone, and they keep you in the game, and that's the problem. And that's been the problem with the Raiders. Situational football is what always dam damages them the most. Michael, everybody loves Andy Reid, and for good reason. He's going to go to the Hall of Fame. But it's amazing what kind of coach he is when the quarterback's not playing great. It's just like anything. You're no so doubt. dependent upon all that quarterback. And now all of a sudden people are And all are the trick Reed. plays don't work. Yeah, like at some point, all the trickery, you know, we got to have to have some time. And I'm keep waiting for him to adjust to the defense. Get in some 20, get into some 12 personnel. Get two tight ends out there. You know, do something to kind of maybe create something. Get into separate, you know, run some play action passes to double move people. Make them get eight in the box to stop those safeties being high. That's the problem. They're playing seven in the box with safeties way the hell back there. And. You know, we know Reed don't want to run the ball. We know he doesn't want to run the ball. I dare you to text Andy Reed that right now. <laughs> Give him your suggestions. You're friends with him. My gosh, help lend a friend a helping hand. What's what's? Uh, you won't do it. You won't do it during the break. <laughs> Steven is saying you better do it, and you know he's a taskmaster. So, um, oh my gosh, yes. Just say, uh, Andy, you up? I got some suggestions. 
No, I don't think that's going to happen. I have some for I have I have strong suggestions for the Baltimore Ravens. They they don't listen to me on that one either, so that's not going to help. Okay, let's do that. When we come back quickly, some thoughts for Mr. Harbaugh in Baltimore. Then we'll run the board here on the Lombardi line. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky, they're saying, Cal's a bust, he can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie, I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my That's my <laughs> Hey, Sarah, I loved that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human-moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation vlogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. Five to six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony DeLisandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da-da-da-da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to, like that's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Listening to the Lombardi Line on VSEN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. 
Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, it's BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. You're a new better today. You bet 10 bucks, you win 200. If any team scores a touchdown, it's very simple. Just get over to BetMGM, get the free money. 21 years or older, new customer offer, 1-800-GAMBLER if you have an issue. Okay, we're going to help bring Josh in as well. But before we do that, Michael Lombardi here on the Lombardi Line. I'm Patrick Maher, live from the VEASAN studios here at the South Point. Jonu Smith is out for the Patriots today. Michael, just wanted to make note of that. And before yeah, we get to a bunch of practice yeah. this week, and that's why they brought Matt lacrosse up. They need somebody in the kicking game. So, uh, you know, I think that's uh, that'll, that'll certainly be the reason why that and Damian Harris is out too. Plus Gunnar Osefsky. I think that's a huge one for them. They, he's done such a great job in the return game. That'll be interesting to see who they put back there to return kicks. Okay, we've got your three plays coming up. Michael was 3-0 and last week. Before we run the board, quick thoughts, Lamar, Mr. Harbaugh, and Baltimore. Well, I mean, look, I think every time they play against a team that understands how to take away their offense, it takes away their passing game. And until they get this kid under center, until they run some bootlegs and get him away from it, it's going to continue. It's going to haunt them in big games. This is not about beating Jacksonville. This is not about beating, you know, the teams that you can be. This is about preparing your team to play at its best when it matters most. And I, and I think they fall short in that area, and I think they better do something to change. Their passing game, they can blame it on Miami or the weather, the field, whatever. This happens all the time. Yep. Okay. Let's throw up the board. We're going to welcome in Josh as well. We'll run the board. But first, let's get Michael's three-pack. Let's get his three plays. Michael, you're going to start with the Eagles catching today. Yeah. Go ahead. I mean, this is a COVID pick, really, to me. I, I think the problem is I would have not picked this game earlier in the week. Uh, but I think that when you look at when you look at the Eagles, you know, when you look at the Broncos and how unhealthy the Broncos are, and the Eagles front can put some pressure on Teddy Bridgewater. You know, Denver hasn't played as well at home. I thought Denver played much better defensively last last week. I think they'll have a harder time stopping this Eagle run game. They had a hard time stopping the Baltimore run game when they came out there. So I like the Eagles as a dog on the road here. I love the Saints here today, and I like it even more when I saw their inactive list because, to me, one of their best players is David Long, the linebacker from West Virginia. He's been sensational on that defense, and he's not going to play today. And then you've got some real injuries to their offensive line. Bobby Hart's inactive. Taylor Lewan may or may not play. How long he lasts, I don't know. Look, I get the fact that they don't have Tyreek Hill. I get the fact that they don't have Armstead, the left tackle. There are some injuries on both sides of, of this team. I trust Sean Payton in a good game. I think anytime you get two good coaches uh, in a close game, I'll take the points. And then Seattle, I'm just going to go with Seattle. Russell Wilson, I think it's three and a half the hook. I like it because I think it's going to be a really close game. I don't trust Mason Crosby in this game. Look at the weather. Chris Kaysan, Chris Carson might be back in this game. I think you can run the ball. And I think Seattle coming off a bye, the way they've played defense recently, I think it'll cause some problems. I'm going to go with Russell Wilson in a close game. Three plays, Eagles, Saints catch it, Seahawks catch it. Three dogs from Michael Lombardi. We bring in Josh Applebaum. Let's go, boys. We're going to start at the top and run the board. These are leans, not official plays, from Michael. Jacksonville, Indy. Indy's laying 10. Michael Lombardi will start with you. You know, my board says to take Jacksonville. I can't do it. Uh, I, I'm going to take Indy thinking that Indy's going to really come out and play the, one of their best, most complete games of the year. I'll lay the points, take the home team. Okay, Josh. 
Yeah, a little worried, you know, backing Jacksonville just off a of big win against Buffalo. I typically don't like to bet a dog the following week after they have a huge upset win. But if we're talking leans, I will lean on the Jaguars. One system I do like here, guys, you look at double-digit uh, divisional dogs. They're about 56% ATS last decade. At one point, this was 10.5 down to 10. Little liability Jags. I'll take Jags in the points. Okay, New England's lane 2.5. Michael, what do you got? I think New England's playing really well. I think New England, with the injuries to Cleveland, I think this will be a really close game. I think New England's offense will be the better team. I'm going to take the Patriots and lay the points. Okay, Josh. I'll take Cleveland here. Again, three down to two and a half. At one point, it got to one and a half. This would match a lot of these road dogs, short road dogs, three or less systems. But if you're, again, if you're a little bit worried about this short number off the key number, Browns two and a half to eight and a half. I think that's a pretty good teaser spot. Dallas is laying eight, Michael, hosting Atlanta, yet Westgate just went to seven and a half. So we're headed down. Well, I would definitely take Dallas and, and lay the seven and a half if that were the case. I, I have it as a, a pick them at nine. You know, I lean towards Atlanta if, if the number, but at seven and a half, I'm going to take the Cowboys. Okay, Mike, uh, Josh, pardon me. I'll go Falcons, guys. Yeah, it opened kind of nine down to eight. We're seeing it get to seven and a half. I like that game day movement anytime you get further movement in your favor a day of the game. So road dogs, 63%. You also get road dogs uh, line moves in their favor, 62% this year. ATS, I'll go Falcons in the points. Okay, Buffalo's lane 13 at the Jets, Michael. You know, I, I, I'm going to take, I mean, I have this as a 13, 11 and a half point line. I got to take Buffalo based on my power rankings. I think Buffalo will bounce back. I, I think, you know, all the Mike Whites, uh, I think he's going to have a harder time handling this blitz pressure package that you'll see from Buffalo. Buffalo needs to play well. Look, we forgot the Jets couldn't stop anybody last week on defense or 10 days ago. So we'll see if they can stop Josh Allen. I think it's a bounce back game. I'll take, I'll lay the points. Okay, Josh. I'll take the Jets in the division. I think if you like the Jags double-digit division spot, you kind of like the Jets here as well. Uh, a lot This line's bounced around 13, 13 and a half. It got down to like 12 and a half, one point back at 13. If you look at these big dogs, seven or more at home the last uh, last uh, decade here, they're about 60% ATS. I'll take the Jets in this spot. Okay, we know Michael's on New Orleans catching the three at Tennessee. Josh, where are you? I'm right there with Michael. I love Michael's three-pack today, all those dog matches here. And really what I uh, like about this one, guys, you're selling high on, on Tennessee after a big win against the Rams. You're buying low on New Orleans after losing straight up to the Falcons in line freeze. Everyone's on Tennessee, but open three, stayed three, and the juice is leaning toward the Saints. Give me the Saints here. I'll ride with Michael. Tampa's at Washington, Michael, and Tampa's lane nine and a half, ten. I'll give you nine and a half. Uh, I got to take it. I took it in Russo. I hated when I did it. I don't know why I did it. I'll take Washington here uh, just because I think they've got to play really well. I mean, if they get blown out again at home, uh, I, I don't care that Daniel Snyder's under pressure. His wife's running the team. Something's got to change in Washington if they get blown out. Josh? This is probably my only favorite of the day, guys. I will lay it with the Bucks. I got to play this system. When you're a road favorite off a of buy last decade, you're 65% ATS. As long as you get it before 10, minus 9.5, I'll go Brady here. Okay, boys, it's going to be snowy, rainy, cold in Pittsburgh. Uh, of course, Mason Rudolph under center for the Steelers. They're laying 5.5, hosting Detroit. Michael? I'll take the Steelers. Table for two. You know, he'll take <laughs> flat water, not sparkling. <laughs> Josh? Yeah, give me some rolls on that table. Uh, I don't know, some gravy, some turkey. I'll go Detroit. Patrick, I'm, I'm rooting for you on this one. I think the nine, obviously, whoever bet that got a great number. Uh, but some of those sixes down to five and a half, you still find a six. Uh, I like that even better, but I'll take Detroit in this spot. Michael, the Chargers are laying three and a half hosting Minnesota. You know, I'm going to take the char I'm going to take Minnesota because like, you're giving me the hook yep. here. I'll take Minnesota three and a half. Couple I, I, threes, I like that but hook. Yeah, it, you take the hook. Yeah. If you give me the hook, I'll take the hook. Thank okay. you. Very well, Josh. 
Hook's out there now, guys. Grab it. I like the Minnesota here. Did see it three up to three and a half, so a little bit of movement here toward the Chargers. But with the hook, I like Zimmer off a loss, guys. Off a loss this year, three and one ATS in his career with the Vikings, 33 and 16 ATS, 67%. Give me the points with the Vikings here. Carolina at Arizona, Michael. Arizona's lane eight, eight and a half. I'll give you eight. Uh, you know, I, I think a touchdown or more, I'll still take it. I think this will be a close game. I really do. I think Carolina coming off an embarrassing home loss. I think they're, t you know, Donald's not going to play. P.J. Walker's not great. I think Cam will have some snaps. Uh, I'll take Carolina I, I, against Colt McCoy. Okay, Josh. I'm with Michael on this one. Big thing happening right now is it's down to eight. You go back about a half an hour ago, it was at eight and a half. Game day movement toward the Panthers. Guys, this is that, that system on uh, from Deadspin, 39 and 14 ATS, 74%, betting a team that didn't cover last week versus a team that did. I'll go Panthers in the points. Michael is taking Seattle, catching the three and a half. Josh, where are you in Green Bay? I'm with Michael on this one, guys. Uh, Russell Wilson, as a dog in his career, 18-8 and eight against the spread on the road, 69%. Really no buyback here, but you may get a 3.5 if you wait it out. And, guys, the weather looks pretty. It's just the frozen tundra there in Green Bay. Like that under 49 if you can find it. Okay, and Michael likes Philly and Denver. Josh, where are you? I'm right there with Michael. Really no buyback. I think the tackles being out uh, for Denver is going to hurt them. No bowls, uh, no Massey. That was at 1.2.5. It's down to one or a pick em. Give me the Eagles here to win the game money line. Michael, the Chiefs are laying two and a half here in Vegas. We know where you're going. Let us know. I'm going to take the Raiders. I'll take the Raiders. I think the Raiders went out right. I'll take the two and a half. Thank you very much. I, I think this will be a good opportunity for the Raiders to close the gap on the Chiefs. We'll see. Mahomes got to play better. If Mahomes plays better, it's no contest. But he hasn't shown me he has been able to play better. Okay, Josh. I'm with Michael. You got to play these primetime dogs, guys. They're 20 and 8 ATS on the year, 71%. It was three down to two and a half. Raiders have played the Chiefs tough in recent years. Uh, I'll wait for a three, if not two and a half. For Monday Night Football, you have to watch the Lombardi line tomorrow. That is a tease, Michael Lombardi. Michael, you got 45 seconds. Good job, anything, Patrick. Thank you. Anything you want to discuss over the next 40 seconds, it's all yours, the floor. Oh, no, I, I just I'm looking forward to today. I'm looking. For, I love the snow in Green Bay. I think it's great. I'm really excited to see the Saints play against the, the Titans without Kevin Long. That He's a really uh, a tackling machine for their defense. I think that really hurts them. That's one of the reasons why I would go in that direction. Looking forward to the Patriots game today. Go Pats. I'm rooting for them. OK, we will see if Dominic, excuse me, you go three and oh again this week. <laughs> it's all Dominic. Trust me. It's we all got, Dominic. We got a four. Five, we got a four year old killing it this year on the Lombardi line. <laughs> guys, have a great Sunday and good luck to you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, okay. guys. Femi is up next with the pregame show. Y'all, good luck today. We'll see you tomorrow here on the Lombardi Line. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. 
United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great conversation. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. 